Welcome to Mama's Baked. We're Laura and Bridget, and we're your favorite cannabis advocates. We've been there, done that, and everybody asks us about it, so we decided to start Mama's Baked, and here we are talking about everything cannabis. The latest news, lifestyle, and wellness information with lots of fun baked in. Every Thursday, join us as we break down what's happening now and how you can infuse cannabis into your life, too. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, share us with your friends, and get our free tincture making course at potofwellness.com. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Happy 420. Yay, 420. <laughs> so funny, it pops up now, and I, I'm always in some place where it's not time or convenient to partake so i do a little mental puff puff pass and <laughs> you just call it 420 <laughs> no matter what time or place or yeah. or zone that you're in like right a now. yeah spiritual toast to my brethren yes so those of you who think that every time we open up the show with happy 420 think that we uh, recorded all these episodes on april 20th no at 420 that's not what happened <laughs> donor uh, oh, I heard a lighter. Mm. What was your lighter sparking? I was I... actually. Oh, just go ahead. I hope smoking a little island sweet skunk. Oh, there's an old mm. leave a goodie. Yeah. I haven't heard it in a while. Yeah. That's we'll a little, see. little, little closer to indica dankness than you normally partake in is it not i mean it says it's a sativa but we'll see i guess huh yeah i'd love to hear back on that i always thought it was a little more (laughs) look we're all gonna hear on that and over the next hour so (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's a a live experiment right now set set a timer yeah 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 yeah. because it'll only take me like you know two minutes for it to hit or so and um I'll be You'll enjoying know. it throughout the show. So let's see if I'm awake and lively or dragon and, you know, ready to take a nap. There we go. I could be ready I... to take a nap, though, because I've been babysitting lately. And I'm like, you know, oh, my nephew is the cutest baby on the planet. I cannot lie. But at the same time, I again was telling my husband last night, like, I am so happy we decided not to do this again. And that I get uh, to love this baby for a few hours at a time and then send it home to its mommy because yes. oh, it's so exhausting. Mothers of the world, I'm with you and it's okay that you're exhausted and you're superwoman for being able to right? survive childbirth and child rearing. And men, you know, you do it too. Um, so I'll give you all credit too, but you know, women, ladies, I'm just saying. You know, I wasn't a, I was not a baby person growing up. I wasn't that, ooh, babies person. Right. And wasn't like the big goal. Right. Me either. To have babies. Yeah. I didn't play with dolls a lot. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. It wasn't my thing. Mm -mm. But loved mine, loved having them, had some adventures. My old first child, um, my our listeners probably don't know, but my first child was born with muscular dystrophy, which we weren't aware she had until the diagnosis a couple years later. So it was a scary first two years. I was mm, mm. 25. Yeah. Um, had no idea what was going on, but it was very, something very severe going on. Yeah. Um, had a second child three years later. Um, we had concerns the genetics were going to cause um, this to appear again. It was right. a genetic disorder. Um, she, as far as we know, she may be a carrier, but otherwise it was not um, given that particular lineup of genes and does not have muscular dystrophy. Right. Um, and it's real common for it to be throughout the whole family line. Right. So my motherhood days were intense and then my husband and i married and he had three daughters around the same age as my daughters who were all teens together they didn't live with us so it's definitely not that brady bunch kind of thing but we still you know collective family energies and all that and birthdays and celebrations and graduations and 
dance recitals and school events and all sorts of things. And then Kelly doing her, she was a poster child, goodwill ambassador. When I was done, I was done. And I used to tell the girls, you know, I'm not raising your babies. Right. <laughs> not raising Don't anybody have no else's babies. Baby. Think you can come home. Not Yeah, because mama's, mama's tired. And I'm still, I think, I'm 50, what, three, four? I'll be 54 this year. I'm 53. So. But, you know, it's so I, funny. I feel how, you, mamas. It's it so funny how yeah. we're all different, though. You know, ladies and gentlemen, there is no yes. right or wrong way, right? Because, like, my mom is very much like me in this regard. And so even in her role as grandma with my daughter, you know, she's like, yeah, I'll babysit for a couple hours. But, like, no, I'm not trying to do, like, a whole weekend with your baby and, you know. This kind yeah. of stuff. She's like, yeah, I'm kind of in a new spot in my life where I'm free to do what I want to do on my time and schedule and don't have to feed little mouths or anything. And I don't want to. And it's not my thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whereas my, my mother-in-law is like, yeah, let me have her all the time. I'll adopt her if you want, you know, like, and it's like, right. uh, yeah, like, um, little balance on that <laughs> side too. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know, everybody's different. Everybody's different. Like we so. hang out and I think I'm probably more of the grandma that they they'll call when they're like 13 right exactly not sure what to do with honestly i'm gonna be that kind of auntie too because i'm great with children in the like sixth to let's just say like fifth to eighth grade range i mean yeah i'm great with those ones everybody's great with those ones that's when they're nice i mean they're amazing (laughs) that's the best age yeah it's not a gift bridget i hate to break it to you well, it's a gift for me because otherwise it'd be none. I can't lie. God Babies threw those years the in time. there to you know keep them alive. Uh, no, no. Nope. Anyways. He made them cute. He made those smelly little things cute when they're born. Right. So you so love you them. Deal with it, then right? they got some ugly years thrown in early because that baby love hasn't worn off. And then they make them cute again for a little while. So you psych you out before gangly those there teens. for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Just to freak you out. And then the teen Poor years children. start. And oh, man. We'll have a podcast you know, about that. I know. Years. We will. Because on the one hand, <laughs> I feel all that. And I'm like, okay, I'm trying to prep myself for, you know, My realistic expectations. You know. Uh-huh. But I do know several teenagers and their parents who are phenomenal human beings. And yeah, they're t- still teenagers. There's still some, you know, there's a little bit of a um, change in relationship that happens through those years that's rough on people, right? Because it's a big transition. But I mean, I know a lot that have turned it out to be wonderful humans still, even throughout oh, yeah. their teen years. And I really, really do feel confident that we can do that with jazz. I believe she can be an awesome teenager, but they have also said that three years old is the same as 13. You're going to have, you know, the same thing. (laughs) And let me tell you, three years old was fun and challenging. (laughs) I will say that. (laughs) Yes. Jasmine will have the gift of consistency long before the teen years start, which also helps with my team. They knew who they were getting when, Right. They may have attempted the task, but they understood the consequences yes. clearly. And also and were- a good understanding of their worth. You know, I think that's an important foundation to good behavior, too, because I don't know. I feel like when kids feel like really like loved and worthy, uh, they don't necessarily feel the need to get into a lot of the quote unquote negative behaviors sometimes. Uh, that's and what I'm working problem- for. And there also are the other influences. There's step families and yes, and, the whole world and the world and schoolmates and not that our steps or families or I'm just saying there's just all these other influences so that you yeah definitely teach them choices and I, teach them to understand and accept responsibility for those choices and it helps a lot. I Sarah's seeing it now. My, my 25 year old favorite uh, resources. That now that I do have a child that I have feel of, I've really been able to implement. The first one is love and logic. So if you're struggling with a strong-willed child or even not a strong-willed child, just any child, love they're and smart, logic. They're going to be strong-willed. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I'm strong-willed, which is why I'm so fucking successful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> woo woo. 
Woo woo. No, but um, you know. And why Cornell's so exhausted? Exactly. Love and Logic is great, and then Brene Brown. Boy, I've been reading her lately, and I'm like, oh. Now how she how she kind of synthesizes it may not be for everyone because it's a lot to kind of absorb. But um, oh, it's delicious. It's though. a delicious. It's a delicious feast of it is just fantastic logical really science-based information uh science-based but also relatable and um emotional so it's like oh wait hey emotions and science together this is incredible i love what oh, i love so she sounds just like one of my best friends here in sedona mm. when she talks so i have that familiarity when i that listen too. to her audio yeah. i love oh yeah and then even though they're not even from the same region, there's just a cadence to her and, oh, yeah. and a loving that little Texas even, drawl she's got. <laughs> and this this woman is not from Texas, but she has oh. a southern accent. But she has a lovingness, even when she's ripping someone or being right. shitty. Right, is, there's always this this Bernayness to her. So I have that familiarity. And then the her husband is named Steve. Right. So she's so she's always talking, talking about, about these. <laughs> marital things and i was like yeah yes, she, she, knows him. she even calls him by his name right she knows my marriage so well so yeah very relatable stuff yummy stuff love it, Look, love it i'm putting it out here into our recorded interwebs right now that that she is my dream celebrity to connect with right like oh i don't like want pictures with celebrities or anything like that i want yeah. to sit down for lunch dinner have a meal you know share a couple hours chit chat get to know you know Maybe, I don't know, play with the dog. You know, that's how I like to get to know people, you know, like just for real. Right. And Brene Brown right. is my uh, my celebrity at the top of my list of people I just want to be able to sit down with. And honestly, oh, I would love to like work with her on something. Oh, my goodness. Nice. Put it, would, it out there. It would be a dream come true. So there you go, universe. You heard me. There you go. It's out there now. Brene. I'm ready for you. The heart habits. We're going to oh, get together. The heart habits go so in line. The heart habit. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Yes. I uh, had another idea for a collaboration on my long drive this weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, I decided that, you know, our favorite cannabis, Dutchie yes. brand. Mm -hmm. um, I decided that they should send me. AM, I'm going to say, we're going to have to send you this podcast as well, because we talk about you all the time. Right. Um, so I had this brilliant idea, and I'm sure she's going to think it's brilliant, too, because she is a brilliant woman. She is, really. They should send me white label packs of Dutchies. Yeah. I think four a month would be about right for my uh -huh. habit. Okay. Or more would be okay. Like, eight a month would okay. probably, like, really be nice. But even... You know, if she only wanted to do one or two, that's fine too. Okay. And I, since I was quality assurance director for Maricopa County, state of Arizona, uh -huh. in a whole nother field, they could white label me these packs and then I could use my expertise to document if these ones are burning as well. Because I have every once in a while got one that didn't burn perfectly. Like so you're going to like secret perfectly. shop them kind of, but they're, it's not a secret to them. They get to send you the ones that they're going to, you're going to be secret shopped on. I won't know what they are. I won't know what the strain is. They could tell me maybe if it's Indica, so I don't smoke it right you know, before first thing you in the morning. Go, yeah. But yeah, and I could get right back on the burn, the profile, the ash, the taste I what i taste it. yeah i'm just saying i'm just saying and uh so on that note i was in california this weekend for a wedding my nephew um and his beautiful bride had a lovely ceremony danced their way down the aisle it was a beautiful reception great time everyone had a great time um no tragic stories they even played Disco Inferno for my husband, unbeknownst to him, and the whole family came dance because they were all part of his disco that he owned in the 70s. Oh, so they, my goodness. That is so funny. How did he respond? Is, oh, disco dance, his of old course. white man moves. He was yeah. like, oh, yeah, they remember that I'm a disco king. They dragged him out there and danced him up and got his, his brother-in-law, who also does the old white man dances, and they boogied. 
But so funny story. I, you know, my family knows I'm the cannabis person. Right. Um, we've not no hiding it at this point. Right. And so I'm sitting out at a table and my brother-in-law comes over and I won't identify him just for his own <laughs> right. anonymity. But one of my brother-in-laws who is, does not partake, um, came over and said, Hey, I found your people well, go out like, that uh... gate and around that little gate there. And I'm like, and I, and he grins and he's got this big old grin. He's so proud of himself. And I was thrilled and I had a vape, but you right. missed your flower when you're at trips and you're not going to like walk up and smoke a doob at somebody else's wedding. And it was at someone's home. The reception it was at a beautiful, beautiful home. So I wasn't going to, you know, spark up a doobie. Right. So I go outside and I see there's kind of the cigarette smoking, pot smoking is all together. And I'm like, yay, Steve went out with me and kept me company while I smoked. I happened to have a night nurse duchy with me. So I pulled out my pack and it was quite the, um, ooh, ah, <laughs> of the evening. Uh-huh. This like, pack oh, that's of so duchies. cute. They're beautiful. Oh, they're real bud. I mean, I've gotten, you know, packs of of joints but they weren't all straight bud and they didn't taste as good and so anyway am just to throw that on top of my previous idea nice a little interstate advertising uh they need to get though probably some sort of a california license right or just through you know a licensing deal through somebody else right right so um for the record I, i have some connections over there people Mm, Here we go. Hit me up. I might be able to make it connect. We'll change the name of this podcast. <laughs> Mama's baked duchy. Mama's Mama's <laughs> baked. Wait, it could be Mama's baked and cannabis brokerage firm. <laughs> <laughs> we need to start talking about that. <laughs> um, yeah, let's do that. <coughs> Which is uh, also what I'm smoking today. Not I- to mention, FYI, I just have to lay this down too, really quick. Right now, today, I have lawyers on both sides of a deal working on contracts for me. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yay! Okay, so now they're I'm both done. making sure they're perfect. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was a good girl, so I'm having an OG Kutch this morning. I uh, my local dispensary only had two flavors. Mm. I would have probably bought more had there been more flavors, but. I've got Night Nurse and OG Kush this time. And that's because I've been very good. Yeah, I use Dutchies as a reward for myself, too. <laughs> I can't I lie. It's ridiculous. My husband and I, I'm like, so, babe, after I just, you know, closed that deal, I'd really like a pack of Dutchies. Do you think you could stop and pick me one up? Which, of course, you know, you're not allowed to buy for each other, but we're both legal patients. So, uh, I mean, he will you give know, me. Would you pick them up and gift gifts them, them to me to when me. you exactly, get home? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, because yes. usually I'm watching the child, so I can't really go to a dispensary with a child, you know. So, so we have to. Work now out they things. make it so difficult. They do. I, I was know. I was really surprised. So I was in a, the L.A. area, and um, we drove on Friday, which is like an eight-hour drive. Then we basically just stayed in bed Saturday until it was time to go to the wedding. Got ready and all that. We had to be at the wedding. I think, and Steve was very nervous about not getting there on time, which was 45 minutes before the ceremony started was when they were opening the doors for cocktails and, you know, waiting for the ceremony. Uh-huh. So even being late, you're not late because you still, they built in a 45 minute cushion. You right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So of course the 15 minute drive, he wanted to leave 45 minutes early for it. <clears throat> that kind of weekend anyway i was really good i'm having a duchy so (laughs) we go he ate something at some point in the day when Uh the wedding was over it was a beeline home oh yeah rough night sunday we got up yeah sunday we got up and drove we were in woodland hills where we were staying and we drove through topanga canyon to Pacific Coast Highway and took that down to Venice Beach. Got to see a little of the sea, breathe in a little ocean air. 
stopped at Venice Beach for breakfast, met some family. They love Kansas City Chiefs. We stuck it out for a few hours and then basically went home and went to bed. So we were out and about. We were on the freeways. We drove up down Ventura Boulevard a couple times for different places we were going. I can't tell you. I saw one dispensary. I saw a couple billboards. Yeah, Not well, one. the ones that I've ever seen over there, honestly, have all been, for the most part, tiny and in, you know... Like health uh, food looking store yeah, t- areas? They Well, no, they've just been tiny and in, like, little just tiny storefront type of areas, right? Um, I've been in a few there back in the day. I had a medical card in California right. a couple years ago when I had a edible line. Uh-huh. Because I wanted to try edibles when I went to California, and I was right. I was meeting, oh, the Venice Cookie Company, mm-hmm. and we went to a place that, yeah, basically, like one side was like tea, and the other side just had a little counter with some, yeah, cannabis, exactly. and the other one had herbs. But I, mean, I was because everybody that... I know there uses delivery services, honestly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and with the recreational, it just seemed like I thought well. it would be more blaring glaring it wasn't yeah uh i think i i do honestly think because the, this the market is literally just very established there already you know right. yes quote unquote recreational right but the way that their medical program has been up till now for the people that were you know motivated enough to get it regularly it wasn't that hard to either have black market delivery <laughs> or sure get a medical card and just get legal delivery medically. And then now all that recreational did is add way more expensive, uh, you know, options because they have that tax on top of it. So who's going to switch over and start going to the recreational dispensary when they've been getting delivery of their medical cheaper weed for, you know, however, however long, I don't know. That's my right. guess. It's just so established. I mean, you think, uh, it's been what almost tw- twenty years or something. How long has it really been since they first legalized uh, medical over there? Do you remember? Oh, I could Google that real quick. Yeah, it's been a while, but How you know, that's the thing. Is like people have all these big horror stories that they have in their heads about what might happen if, you know, oh, if if marijuana was legalized, if cannabis was legalized, you know. There's going to be some big rush of like crime and, you know, whatever else that they think <clears throat> when in actuality, if you look at Ca- uh, California, you can see it, exactly what will happen over time. Just what you described, you know, it's like, oh, oh, there's three billboards for it, along with the 75 billboards for the newest TV shows and movies that are all coming out that nobody else has ever heard of, <sighs> except in L.A. because they're always like, yeah. six months ahead of everybody, at least. We didn't we didn't interact too much. Nineteen ninety six, California became the first state to legalize medical cannabis with approval of Proposition two fifteen. Arizona so that's over also, twenty years. Arizona also passed a medical cannabis cannabis ballot measure, but it was rendered ineffective on a technicality. Of course. The same year. Uh-huh. And I was there for that one. I was furious. I bet. And that, and that Literally, when it finally, because that wasn't the first time. We we had messed with it a couple times, too. Before that, or after that, when it came up this final time, which was in 2010, I believe. I was confirming. Yep. 2010, through ballot measure. Um, I was out of the country. And they elected Jan Brewer who was quite right of cannabis and very anti-cannabis. And the vote was too close to call on the ballot for legalization, for the medical act anyway. Mm -hmm. And so I remember getting all that news. I don't remember where we were, probably on a boat. We like to take cruises. So we're probably on a cruise somewhere. I'd give it up. So by the time we got home, like a week or so later... It hadn't been decided, and I literally never thought it would have passed. And it was really close. So, yeah, I was very excited. I uh, don't know that that uh, it's going to have any trouble this year, which kind of ties us into our topic. Well, what our is topic our topic today? today? Now that we're like 30 minutes in already. <laughs> yeah, well, not really a whole topic. But Which we should mention, thing. 
that this is our last episode of the season. Yes, that's what I was going to say. We have to wrap up our season. And we were just going to remind everybody to get out and vote. And just chat a little bit. Nothing too deep. But it is election time. And I think it's a good thing to wrap up on. And it ties in right nicely to your question about when did California legalize? For sure. Um, Cannabis is... Uh, let me see. Four states will vote on marijuana in the midterms. They will vote on medical. Which four uh, states? Michigan, 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 North Dakota, Missouri, and Utah. A friend of mine just was in Utah this past weekend. Um, Chris Martin the owner and founder of Hempful Farms, who's getting ready to relaunch Zonka brand candy bars this weekend at the mm. Earl Camping event. Oh, fun. So exciting. Um, but Utah, he said, you know, he went there. I think they were having a cannabis conference because the um, medical marijuana is on the ballot this year. I promise and, Utah is going to pass because the Mormons are yeah. semi on board now because they've realized yeah. how much money they can make if they just go Plus ahead and herbal and embrace it. I mean, yeah, I mean, look, it is not it hard for me to assign cannabis uh, yeah. as a blessing from God. Like, that's not exactly. hard for me at all. So and it took them a little longer, but it does fit in with all their other requirements. For sure. My daughter was part of the church, my youngest, and then our oldest daughter is um part of the church and her family and Sarah um, had looked for me in a technical way at the measure when I think when it was coming up we were discussing it being kosher because it was around that time that I was looking into it in the Mormon belief system I was looking at it because it had become considered a kosher substance in the Jewish faith Right. So anyways, yeah, that's um, Missouri. Now, Missouri's got a whole nother deal. I've got family in Missouri, and it was quite the conversation. And I also um, have a couple of Facebook friends who I follow because they are very active um, advocates in lob- basically almost lobbying roles. Um, so it's always interesting to watch what they're up to. And I'll leave it up to. Um, But I'm going to read this because I know even if I tried to explain it, I can't. Voters will choose. And I'm reading this out of the Washington Post. (laughs) And the article we will put a link in is um, called Health 202. These four states will vote on marijuana in the midterms. So Missouri. Voters will choose next month from three ballot initiatives legalizing marijuana. All three of the initiatives would mean medical marijuana sale, possession, purchase, and use would be legal in the state. Proposition C would impose a 2% tax on sales. Okay, so there's Amendment 2 would allow up for up to six homegrown marijuana plants and impose a 4% tax on sales. Amendment 3 would impose a 15% tax on sales. Okay. There's a little more. There's a little more. If all three pass, a Missouri law indicates that whichever measure receives the largest affirmative vote shall prevail, even if that measure did not receive the greatest majority of affirmative votes. So if that mm. doesn't confuse the shit out of you. Right, right. There is definitely It feels resources. like you want to vote yes for all three then, huh? That's what everybody's saying. However, there is one of these. I don't have that information. I am not up to date on Missouri law because I don't live in Missouri. However... There is a what from what I understand, one person wants to be in charge of the whole program. Research it in your area. Missouri is offering tons of resources to get educated on the topic. Do not vote for all three. Read up on all three. If you're mm-hmm. if you're interested in passing a thorough law in Missouri, 
Mm-hmm. You need to do your homework on the three. So there's yeah. Proposition C, Amendment 2, and Amendment 3. It is not a yes on all decision. There are consequences to those kinds of marijuana voting. Yeah. So do your research. I'm sure normal. And there will I'm be sure... people who vote yes on all three. So you're extra 30 minutes of getting informed and making a choice will help to make sure potentially it can help to make sure that the right, the right ones go forward. And from what I understand that your vote and being, like I said, I I am not informed on the details, but there is one of those three that is a definite. No, you need to do your research and not voting all for all three will have a definite impact on the outcome because right. if you find the one you're supposed to vote no on and look go 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 to normal would be you know go to trusted resources don't ask your buddy right read up on it find out the don't ask your local gonna... dispensary either usually no no unfortunately read about it and read about why and then vote thoughtfully because they're going to go with the one that gets the most yeses. And if you vote for all three, there's that's not going to benefit anybody. Right. So read up, read up, read up on Missouri. Um, North Dakota is voting for medical marijuana. Um, and Michigan is also voting for marijuana so they can use marijuana and edibles and grow 12 plants for personal consumption, which is what we should have. So Uh, they already have a program and this is more like they're trying to pass some uh, changes to the program. Oh, it doesn't say. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yes. So the initiative would allow people 21 and older to purchase, possess and use marijuana and edibles. It would permit adults to grow no more than 12 plants for personal consumption and establish a state licensing system allowing the state to regulate marijuana businesses. Initiative would establish a 10% tax on marijuana sales to be used for implementation costs, clinical trials, schools, roads, municipalities that have marijuana businesses. The bill would also change several marijuana violations from criminal to civil infractions. So that's a big deal. Yeah, that's good. I'd like to to see those... uh criminal convictions um expunged but we'll we'll get there exactly we're just working towards that right one step at a time i suppose and that'll be something interesting to talk about in the future is seeing how that program works out in canada because they are doing a pardoning process right now for marijuana convictions well i heard they're just doing something like that in washington as well or seattle or something yeah i just saw so that's that's good far to go and yeah there's a whatever that is yeah so that's the first one four four initiatives for medical programs uh across the state at next so we're, it's october right now voting day is basically like next week a couple uh, weeks two weeks away. you know we're two like weeks two out weeks. or so yep so now's the time I, to do your homework I, and figure it out <laughs> i will put a link one of the links that i did kind of like um was Teen Vogue, and I'll put a link in there. There's literally oh, a state by state guide. It's so fire lately, right? Their their new editor. That's really who it is. But she is well, fire. There's there is a state by state guide here of issues that may affect you, and we will put links into this week's notes. Perfect. And it was a helpful little helpful little guide. Nothing too deep and. Like I said, we can't really go too deep because uh, first we don't so know where our listeners are. <laughs> well, we don't yeah, even know where I, y'all are. Tell us where are you? We haven't got that kind of time to cover the whole country, right? You you guys don't want to listen to us go state by state for the next six hours and discuss right. cannabis law. I could go six hours discussing the damn Jones case here in Arizona still. I think that so, we did um, we did last week or we have mentioned before, like we are both based in Arizona. Right. And a couple of points maybe right now for what's Arizona, for what's going on in Arizona. One, there is no legislation on the ballots this year f- regarding the marijuana medical marijuana program officially at all. Right. 
for recreational adult use as we like to call it right there's Correct. nothing there's nothing we're voting on for that this year nope. right okay no nope. so what it really nope. boils down to us for us here in Arizona is really more about getting to know who your candidates are for all the different you know positions that you'll be voting for and getting to know their standpoints making sure you you know agree with the their their general you know outlook on things and then as much as possible or you know as you feel comfortable really actually stepping out and asking them to tell you their stance on medical marijuana on cannabis on cannabis being used um for uh, medical wellness type of reasons you know ask them how they feel about it what their viewpoints are and you know if it's a good one share the word if it's not a good one, share the word, you know, spread the word about what those viewpoints are as they tell you and um, keep that in mind. And don't you're assume, voting. don't yeah. assume by party. Right. Um, because this is not a blue or red thing. This is a green thing. It's, it's not very, even a green party thing. I was going to say, it's not even a green thing. <laughs> right. I've seen, I've seen some people that I thought because they were so deep in, and I'm using this as a general. Right their politics were the the people they were supporting were so anti-cannabis right that i was just shocked that they kept somehow and they and they defended that they were not when they like basically screamed that they were right and it, it and it's hard to follow that kind of logic so if it's... you're gonna vote for somebody anyways just ignore their marijuana i mean if if you're not if you don't care then don't even bother doing the research right i mean i know this year for me personally, it's personal. Right. And I've asked a bunch of people and I've actually asked one guy came to my door and cowboy hat wearing Levi boot dude with a bolo tie, <laughs> white 40 little ish. Right. And I was like, Oh, this ain't my guy. Right. I mean, literally Oh, my door. I was like, Oh, and stuck his hand out, introduced himself, couldn't tell you his name. If I remembered it, I wouldn't tell you his <laughs> name anyway. <laughs> no, but I have his I have his info still at my door. Um, stuck his hand out. He was my Democratic senator for the area and fully supported the medical program and adult use mm-hmm. cannabis law. Right. So don't make any assumptions. Right. <laughs> like Like this asshole did that day. And listen to people and ask them. Um, a lot of times, um, I will tell you, I've, you know, and I've brought it up before. I live in a very right-leaning town, which I thought would be super hippie lefties. It, it's way more right than I had thought. And I have met more people that I thought were so uptight, straight-laced that, you know, whisper in my ear later. I love it too, or I love that candy, or whatever, that are still in the green closet, and that's fine if you need to be. Um, But don't assume your candidates aren't also, they may not be out preaching, it may not be out, right? you know, a great voting thing for them to be out preaching, but if you ask them when they're at your front door, you'd be surprised. Yeah. (laughs) They'll tell you. They're for it. And, you know, it's it's funny because I had a conversation just really, I don't know, recently, the last few days with someone who was talking about how surprised they were that there were, you know, some Republican people that they were encountering that were pro-cannabis. And I was like, you know, really, that shouldn't surprise you because in actuality... The there's a couple of factors here. One, in actuality, the the major um, opponent to cannabis as a wellness tool, etc., is actually white supremacy and racism in the United States. Right. So absolutely, that's really the base of the quote unquote. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The um, the paranoia, the panic, the um, marijuana. What? Gosh. Oh, uh, what, what, reefer the fifties, reefer madness. There you go. Look, see diabetes. If you don't it to me, anyway. <laughs> right, that reefer madness stuff. It actually is based in racism, right? Not in right. any kind of actual factual, you know, scientific evidence of of negative effects that the cannabis plants have on people. 
Um, and Made so, up here. right. And so yep. it's white people, generally speaking, that have these kind of very well deep seated kind of feelings about it sometimes. And or um, when they start to discover more about it, learn more about it, get past that point, they are going to see it from their perspective. Right. And it's honestly a winner from every perspective is the thing. You know, cannabis yeah. is actually a winner from every perspective, right? So, <clears throat> yes, maybe um, someone you might consider, quote unquote, blue might look at cannabis as, oh, uh, free access. People should have a right to access their medicine and we shouldn't be interfering with their right. Uh, whereas, um, can uh, you know, red people on the other side might also look at it from that perspective in terms of, oh, well, it's a source of revenue, jobs, uh, people should have their right to do what they want to do, and less people government shouldn't, involvement. yeah, less government involvement, exactly. So, these things are actually, you know, very. Right in the middle. Yeah, you know, cannabis is a winner for everybody all the way around. So, well, here's where what, I once they get educated and learn more about it and learn more about well, the yeah. full, you know, the full thing that is the world of cannabis, so to speak. That's the whole, yeah, that's the answer with everything. Yeah. Here's where I'm predicting the big swing now is going to happen due to the two largest alcohol distributors in the yes. world basically buying all in. Right. to the Canadian market and yeah. billions of dollars each into those markets. Mm -hmm. Now there that wasn't cannabis are... bars before, but they're about to appear within, within the next two to three years. I bet <laughs> their market. No, they, their market is to make it side by side. Mm. The power and control right. of the liquor industry is yeah. what's going to switch the country, this country to cannabis. Yeah. Because now they have a financial stake in in the market, yeah, and they are the ones who support the lobbies that yep. have kept cannabis out from becoming. Well, I mean, keeping it on the schedule one, yeah, that's, for sure. that costs a lot of money, yeah. And I think that now, for me, that was a silent little, oh, <laughs> you assholes, right? Now, and, you know, pharmaceuticals had their toe in it. Um, but they know they can't compete with the fact that we can just pull a butt off and dry it out and smoke it um, and have, you know, we don't need their processing of it. Right. But the lab testing on that end is also going to be a big financial oh, yeah. wave. But alcohol industry is what's going to flip this country. They're buying now Constellation brand and Diablo or Diablo yep. or can't pronounce the other one, something like that. Um, the do a little research on your own. I think we've put links in in the past, but their participation now in the cannabis industry industry will be a game changer. Period. Yeah. yeah. Drop and you know mic. me, I'm just I'm just here for the ride. Honestly, I'm like I'm so I, I'm not right? even I'm not even concerned with like. You know, like I'm an activist about things I super care about and I care about cannabis to the extent that I want, especially children, families, people who need it for, uh, you know, serious illnesses and for whom it really provides amazing, incredible relief that pharmaceuticals can't compare it to. I want those people to have access, period. Right. Freely and that's us. affordably, period. Right. And, and that's all I care about for it. Right. And then at the same time. Uh, I care about a lot of other things. So it's like, it's okay for it to be the priority it is in my life as far as how much I worry about it, right? Uh, but get informed. Ask your candidates. It's not that hard. You can send a letter. Use ResistBot. You can send them a tweet. Ask them that way. Um, you know, ask them when they show up at your door and want to talk to you about voting. Oh my um, lord, the texts I'm telling you people. And then just join the ride. <laughs> what happened? But yes, and you can determine, you know, I used to, I remember being a young social worker and seeing the, the level of need and how overwhelming the level of need was. Yeah. And having to come in my maturity <laughs> to the ability to say that we all have our strengths and, and your strengths will help Yes. where they will help and then other people's strengths will fill in where yours are not strengths. Right. And I think with the cannabis movement and with app, 
advocates. I I can't advocate for every aspect of it, and no one else can either. Right. We like to keep people informed on the things that we think are important. Other people are going to have strengths on other areas. There's going to be battles over the way it's grown. There's going to be battles over the way it's marketed. There's going to be battles over the way it's processes. Mm-hmm. processes. There's going to be battles over which laws fall into place and which ones don't and who those most affect for the negative and the positive. <laughs> So follow your passions and your interests and help where you can, but don't feel like you have to take it all on and mm-hmm. take uh, on every battle in the cannabis world. Lord knows we're not gonna. No. Um, it's it, but it, it vote for the issues around and the candidates that support the values that are important to you. Right. Whether it be cannabis or not, just vote. And just don't vote, be vote, afraid vote. to ask. You know, put it out there. Ask. It like, really, uh, and it. You don't have to ask. You don't have to give them a story. You don't have to say, "I really want to try weed." What do you think about it? You don't have to say any of that. Just all you have to say is, position? "What are your Yeah, on cannabis laws. Yeah. Simple. Or just cannabis, and the they yeah. And they, yes, it's okay. It's People in the know. crowd, if there is a crowd around, they, they are going to look at you like, oh, oh, she just asked that. But that's all they're, they're going to do. Grin. Then they're going to be done and it's going to be over or they're going to come over later and be like, oh, so you on the back. do you know about this or that? It's so funny how how that always happens. Like, oh, well, mm. I learned this one little piece of information, but really they want to know a lot more. But <laughs> Oh, this lady at the wedding. So I had... I didn't have my PAX era with me this trip. I had mm. gotten some new live resin oil and mm. I love it when it's fresh and terpy. And so I brought a sleepy and a wakey the, with me and to my favorite. And this woman had her PAX era out in the little smoking area and she was telling me all about it. And I was just polite. I didn't say, Oh God, you know what? I have one. But <laughs> I was like, I, I mentioned, I'm like, Oh, I said, I do. I have one. I just wish they didn't have the fruit flavors. But they have the terpiest pods for that Pax Era out there. So it's it's just funny that people are very excited. And this was like, I mean, this looked like my third grade teacher. Yeah. I would never in a million years. And oh, she yeah. called it Ma- Mama's Little Helper. Yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> but the diversity out there. The people that come yeah. up to you at these little events and aren't who you assume are cannabis users or, you know, that's kind of on you for having those stereotypes. Of right. Who's and I, I would like be, to be a stereotype low, buster. But yeah. Yeah. I there are times when, you know, I'm the brunt of the, the pot joke more often than right. it's actually accurate to my actual cannabis consumption. Right. But I do kind of assume that it's a role I've taken on at this point as an advocate, as open and vocal as I am about it. Right. Um, but you don't have to go that far either. You right. Know? Come, come out as far as you're comfortable. We are here and we love you. Yes. <laughs> we are here so, to receive it and help you. So on that note, I feel like we've kind of covered politics and I was hoping that we could yep. kind of wrap up with just talking a little bit about, um, you know, the last two seasons we've done with you guys, how much we've enjoyed it and a little bit about kind of what our plans are for the future. So <coughs> Season three. Right. The green closet. Yeah. So um, we love you guys. We appreciate you. Literally, our average listeners like keeps going up every week, which means even though we keep putting out new episodes, like you guys keep be you know increasing. You guys are increasing in number faster than we're putting out episodes, right? So, like, yeah, we don't have millions of listeners, <laughs> but we have hundreds, and that's incredible because wow. <laughs> You know, we haven't, like we said, done any kind of marketing or anything. But what we, what we did want to do is we wanted to test out our idea, really, and see if this would be something of value to you guys. Because we don't want to just spin our wheels and do things, you know, for fun that are not useful to our 
you know, audience, our potential listeners or people that might need the stuff that we offer on our website, which is potofwellness.com. Um, and so we wanted to just test it without putting in way too much money up front, you know, and then having a big possible disappointment like, oh, we did all this work and then nobody even wants it, whatever. Uh, so yeah. we decided to just move forward and like just do it, even though it wasn't going to be perfect. And you guys are awesome because you've like hung out with us like you've stayed with us. So in return, we want to like turn around and like give you even more or even better um, from us. And so we've decided to kind of uh, finish up this season here with our 11th episode of our second season. So we did two seasons with 11 episodes and we hope that they were all different enough and interesting enough to keep you listening. Um, But for season three, Laura, do you want to talk a little bit about like what you're thinking? Because honestly, you are mama and this is your baked up little podcast. So tell us what what you're thinking so far. What we're stirring up in the pot. Well, we'd love to hear more from our listeners, know more about who you are and what you're interested in. I would like to do, um, maybe we structure a little bit more than we have in the past because we have sort of been trying things out and deciding what we liked and what we didn't like. And, and what works with our to schedule. Do it and casually. And I don't think either one of us will. Yeah. Yeah. If we could do it, pull it off. We have busy lives and gosh, we made it through October so we can do right. anything. Yeah. Hey. Um, so I'm thinking sort of maybe more of a structure where if we did do an hour, it would be in three 20 minute sections that were definitely identifiable and what kind of stuff people would like to hear. Mm-hmm. Maybe have a section where we do what the latest in the news and then the section of us and our section of something else. I'm not sure what people are interested in. So we'd love to hear from you. Um, We will share the links to that in our show notes. And if Um, you sign up on our website at potofwellness.com, if you sign up for any of our programs or any of our free documents or anything, you're going to get onto our mailing list. And so we are probably going to, in the near future, send out a link to everybody on our mailing list with the podcast, because I guess our own actual mailing list should know we've done a podcast since we've now recorded 22 well, episodes. We wanted to be sure that See, we, yeah, our, we knew what we were when doing you're on our mailing list. We definitely yeah. don't bother you a lot. No. And, right. And we want to only give you super high quality stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if you jump on our list. It, yeah. Uh, we will probably send out like a little survey too. you know, we'll send out a link to the podcast, let everybody get to listening a little bit more and we'll send out a little survey link probably and give you some ways to quickly like check a couple boxes and just tell us your preferences around maybe, you know, some possible topic ideas or format ideas or, you know, length or consistency, uh, frequency, that kind of stuff. So sign up for our list if you haven't already. I would love it. And, and, and do that little linky or a little likey button or the little rate button or the share us or something wherever you're listening review us or something give us some five stars come on give us five stars you know you won't do i'm used to them (laughs) i'm used to them from the restaurant i i I would be so appreciative But we're okay with a three star because if you really think we're free three star, we actually really just want your honest feedback, actually, because we just want to make it better. I don't. (laughs) I can handle it. I'll take the three star reviews. (laughs) The one star reviews, you can dump those in the trash. We don't even know them. You're just a hater. Eh. Three star reviews. You understand our value because, boy, we've put a lot of hours in on this for y'all. Like, we do love you a lot. Um, But, you know, those three star reviews <laughs> might be like, okay, I appreciate the love that you've given us, but here's where you can get better. So that's what I'm looking I've for. I've gotten people. some great three star reviews. Exactly. They're powerful. So I, in my restaurant, I have a thousand forty something on TripAdvisor, a thousand something forty on Yelp. And I do respond. I don't respond publicly, um, but I respond to most of them. And I have gotten some of the most amazing three star reviews that are so good that I want to go like, do you understand how the star thing works? <laughs> I'm not really sure why I got a three star because this is like this the most like glowing <laughs> piece of artwork I have read in ages. So right. yeah, the whole thing. I, we, no, we just I appreciate call, it. Yeah, I call three star reviews the, the true gold. That's really where you find the true gold in a review system. You know, is that the three star? Because those are the people that actually care enough to tell you. 
um, yep. what you did right and what you did wrong. I mean, because yeah. who's perfect all the time? Nobody's perfect all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. except in our imperfections, of course. Right. So, yeah, let's not get too deep on that. Anyway, not for the not for the wrap up show. Yeah, show. <laughs> right in the last one minute, I'm that like, is, so are you perfect or topic. imperfect? Let's have a deep philosophical conversation. Um, I started a course with Dr. Sulak in Maine um, to get better information on dosing or get the latest on dosing. So it'll give me some time between this season and next season. To finish up, I have a couple of courses going on and just cannabis-related information. And so I'd love to be able to share that kind of stuff in a new season. Um, I'd love to answer questions if we had an option to answer people's questions, which I do in Cannabis Cactus. Um, Starting to get a little more writer-reader interaction there well i'm seeing the cannabis cactus in all the dispensaries lately more and more i always try to look for it check for it and and uh try to find your article in there yeah it was a fun one this month and then um i think it was last i can't remember which month i write them in advance of publication obviously because we have to lay them out but well one of my questions recently was like who the hell do you think you are right (laughs) So I posted that one recently on my Facebook page. Um, If you are interested in more information about us or want to share some input on the Mama's Big podcast, we do have a Facebook page, Pot of Wellness. Um, You can join us there, um, get a hold of us there. It's another option to share what you'd like to hear more about. Because like I said, this was definitely something we both just wanted to test the waters on. And we're definitely going to put a little more thought into season three. Yeah, and we'd keep love, doing it. Love to hear from you and hear what you'd like us to talk about. Because honestly, we really can be focused if we choose to be. <laughs> we, we just have, have the ability. Chose not. Yeah. yeah, we totally have the ability. <laughs> and um, I mean, who knows? Maybe you enjoy this format that we have, where you're just kind of joining us on our morning call. You know, with that, and that's really, honestly, how this all originated was. We just enjoy each other so much, but lived far away and just were like, you know what, Uh, let's just set an appointment. We're going to call it coffee with each other. And every week at a certain time, it's on our calendar. We're going to chit chat with each other and just catch up and stay, you know, connected. Because um, we don't do that well, either one of yeah, us. Yeah, neither. You know, we're both kind of a little out. introverted when it comes to all that kind of stuff to some degrees. I don't know. You're an extrovert, you say, but mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, Not at all. I'm a social butterfly. I'm an yes. introverted social butterfly. Yeah, I can exactly. pull it off Same in public, me. but exactly, I would rather be here. I can pull it off in public and professionally too. Like yes, when I'm out yes. and I need to be the boss, I am the boss, and it's no problem. I can step right in. But um. Yeah, so we just did that because we're friends and we like each mm-hmm. other and we enjoy kind of mm-hmm. chit-chatting with each other about kind of the same stuff, right? And so uh, we were like, well, and let's just record it on... and share it with other people. Yeah. <laughs> we were already working on Pot of Wellness together, so right? we ended up talking about cannabis news. Yeah. Anyway, what was going on or cannabis and... topics. Right, Who and was what was happening what? in the local scene and things like that. So, Yep, yep. So share with us. Let us know what you think. We're going to wrap up season two, episode 11. And wait, before we go, on the books, the other thing I want to mention is uh, one. One of the things I'm planning to do in the meantime is to start another podcast that will be a little less fun and cannabis focused, a little more like business slash spiritual splat slash self-improvement type focus right but with a little twist because i'm sure i'll always be smoking uh absolutely but, <laughs> uh, but you'll be able to yeah catch up with me on infusedoperations.com. so if you want to stay informed about that check me out at infusedoperations.com. i-n-f-u-s-e-d o-p-e-r-a-t-i-o-n-s.com that was a lot of letters. Pooey. That was a lot of letters. Good thing. We'll I'm pretty sure it was notes. correct, though. Yeah, they'll, there'll be a link in the notes. And also, do you want to give a little shout out for your uh, restaurant or not? Because this is our last chance. Oh, sure. I mean, we did host this whole thing. I mean, our dollars have gone towards producing all this, right? We did buy big commercial money here. I should oh, be invoicing that restaurant Big commercial right now. money. 
That's right. Girl. I don't think breakfast on Venice Beach counts either. Steve. I don't think so, Steve. But it was that's so damn just good. simple like wedding etiquette for the wife that's there. Exactly. So nice and supportive. Exactly. Oh, so, it was uh, Italian eggs Benedict though. <laughs> so yes, we have the Hideaway House restaurant in Sedona. You can find us and more information at SedonaHideawayHouse.com. And then, as always, we're um, working hard over at Pot of Wellness. We will be probably having a little more going on there over the next few months. And we have to get those blogs at me. I have to start writing an article and I quit writing blogs. Right. Maybe I just link my articles in my blog. Anyways, we'll share you more information over at Pot of Wellness. And links to all those places can also be found at lauramastropietro.com. I have a page yes. with all the links to all of our adventures there. So we love you. Links in the profile, whatever, down below here. And um, we appreciate you. Point? We can't wait to hear back about what you like the most, what you don't like, how we can adjust it to totally meet your needs, what kind of stuff you want to hear about, how... Uh, uh, and all that good stuff and, and come back with something awesome. Yeah, it'll be fun. All right. Peace well, out. Peace out to you all. We love y'all. And uh, stay lifted. Deuces. Join us every Thursday as we break down what's happening now and how you can infuse cannabis into your life too. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, share with your friends, and get our free tincture making course at Pot of Wellness dot com.